What's up, gamers, and welcome to episode 21 of the Bearded Gamer podcast. I am the host of the show, the Bearded Gamer, Michael John Hedden, and I hope you're all doing great. Keep this show going strong, and to enjoy some exclusive perks, come support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash beardedgamerpodcast. You can also submit your questions or comments for each episode while on Patreon. If you've not already done so, please rate, share, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast service you may be using. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is MJHeden. That is M-J-H-E-D-D-E-N. On today's episode, we will be talking about the misconception of beard oil and its uses. Xbox makes a game-changing acquisition with Bethesda, and does PlayStation need to respond to this? How is my experience with the Series X pre-order at my local EB Games? And is Sega next on Xbox's list of acquisitions? Let's start off the beginning of the show with a little beard talk and the misconception with beard oil. I'm sure a lot of you guys see many beard oils that say, faster beard growth. Well, that is utter bullshit. There's no product out there that will help your beard grow faster. It will not expedite the growing process. You will literally have to still wait it out. Beard oil is for your skin under your beard. It nourishes the skin and the beard hairs on your face. Yeah, it helps keep your beard healthy, which could cause your beard to look more fuller than before, but that does not expedite the growth process. Another thing I see way too many guys do is simply just apply the oil to the outside of your beard. The oil is not for the outside of your beard. You need to work it into the skin underneath your beard. The biggest difference you will notice with using beard oil is you will no longer suffer from beard itch. Anytime I talk with others about my beard, and a lot of people say, oh, I can't handle the itch my beard gives me. I simply say, well, what do you do to take care of clean your beard? The top two answers I would get is either shampoo or conditioner for your hair or just soap. Right there I say, well, there's your problem. Soap will dry out your skin under your beard and hair shampoo and conditioner is designed for the hairs on your head, not the hairs on your face. If you already have a beard, or even just starting to grow out a beard, uh, you'll want these two things, beard shampoo and a beard oil. Your beard will thank you. A lot of compliments I get about my beard is how soft it is, and I have beard shampoo and beard oil to thank for that. Now let's get into what I've been playing this week. Still rocking fall guys, I'm level 36 and my goal is to make it to level 40 before the season ends. I think I have 11 days left. I want another two crowns. I want um, another one in Jump Showdown and another one in um, Hexagon. Hexagon is utterly my worst final game. Like, it's weird, like sometimes it's like I just suck at it. And the only two times that I won on that game was when I was literally just locked in. I'm pretty sure I was like possessed by some like inner demon of something or something. Cause like I was just, every move I was making was precise and like I was still near the top and I was just like, this, th- this is it, this is it. And then I won and then I finally came to, it was like, oh my God, I won. And with this, I actually cannot wait for season two to hit. Um, I've seen that they've been kind of leaking a few little images of the game maps and stuff like that, which is going to be really awesome. Uh, I'm curious to know um, how many, like what the player base will be when season three hits. I wonder if a lot of people might kind of just fall off at that point and just go on to something else. 
But I hope that there's a long success for this game. It is a lot of fun. It is a great uh, streaming game as well. I actually think I might get into streaming some games on YouTube or Twitch. Just to try it out, see what I can do with it, you know, kind of expand. Uh, I've also been playing WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Been trying to complete the campaign mode for that game. I'm currently in Mexico. I absolutely love this game. And to know that there's like another 70 wrestlers being added as free DLC is just awesome. Uh, I officially deleted WWE 2K20 from my PS4 because I do not see myself ever touching that game again now that Battlegrounds is out. Like I said in my previous episode, there are a few issues with this game. Yes, there are certain parts, like when the ring collapses, that the frame rate just comes to a complete halt. Uh, I'm hoping 2K will release a patch, a patch soon for this. Uh, I would also love to see additional game modes added to this game, such as like ladder matches, Hell in a Cell. Uh, I would also love to see them kind of add like a championships to exhibition mode as well, or even just like maybe a handicap. I would love to do a handicap match. Have it like a two-on-one or a three-on-one. That would be a lot of fun. And like going back to like the if they added like championships to the thing, like you you could just maybe just add like maybe just like the singles championships, or like the world title or the universal title, and then the women's title, and then maybe just add like one tag team title. Um, and then you can kind of defend it in exhibition, like how WWF No Mercy did it on the N64. And now onto the meat and potatoes of the show, which will be all about Xbox buying Bethesda and the Series X pre-orders. Fight. So this all happened Monday morning. Talk about what a search of the week. So Xbox announced Microsoft has entered into an agreement to acquire ZeniMax Media, the parent company of Bethesda. So with this acquisition of Bethesda, Xbox gets Arcane, Machine Games, Bethesda, id, Tango Gameworks, Dishonored, Wolfenstein, The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom, Starfield, Evil Within, Prey. That's just insane. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to stop there. This has to be the biggest video game deal ever. So many awesome studios will be under Xbox now. And you know all these games will be coming to Game Pass, which is just going to make Game Pass even better now. How does this affect Deathloop and Tokyo Ghostwire on the PS5? Well, those games are still going to be exclusive with PlayStation since that deal was already in place. Also, this agreement will not be finalized till about the middle of 2021. If I was Xbox, I would be making Elder Scrolls exclusive to Xbox. I already know many gamers said that if Elder Scrolls became an Xbox exclusive, they would cancel the PS5 pre-order and get the Series X. I would also look at adding Fallout to the list of exclusive games for Xbox. Um, I know Fallout with Fallout 76 has kind of been a flop, and I know Fallout 4 wasn't the best Fallout game out there, but I do feel like there's a huge fan base behind Fallout, and um, I think a lot of people would also make a jump from PS5 to the Series X if Fallout was only on the Series X. And even with um, id soft, uh, software, um, they get the id tech. So another thing I was kind of thinking of is um, we already know Halo is pretty much being reworked. Um, how cool would it be if they used the id tech for Halo Infinite? Just imagine playing Halo Infinite inside the tech behind Doom. Like, that would just be freaking awesome. I don't see them doing that just because I feel like Halo Infinite is a little bit further than that. But then again, you never know. You know, I would maybe push Halo back to 2022. But that's just me because I think that I think Doom is fucking phenomenal. It's a beautiful game. It just feels great. Um, but if Xbox does not make Elder Scrolls and Fallout Xbox exclusives, 
I think that's a huge mistake on uh, Microsoft's part there. Like I said, you have the two biggest IPs of all time, and you would think you'd want to make all these fans jump to Xbox and PC. And to think that Doom Eternal is going to be on Game Pass as well, are you freaking kidding me? Doom Eternal is the best FPS game made. And that coming to Game Pass, it's just like, yeah, Xbox might not have the big, huge, exclusive games, but you have Game Pass. And Game Pass is like the Netflix of video games. And yeah, I know you do get games removed from Game Pass and you don't have access to those licenses once they're removed, even if they're downloaded to your console. But that's the same thing for Netflix. You'll, you might be watching a show, you might be watching a movie, and then you know the next day, boom, Netflix takes it down, right? It kind of happened to me with, um, I think it was Fast, whatever, whatever the newest Fast and Furious movie was. I was like halfway through the movie. I was watching it in like the middle of the night. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to bed now, I'll wake up and I'll watch it tomorrow. So then I go to watch it tomorrow, or the next day, I mean. And then I'm like, wait, where is it? What happened? It's removed. Okay, thanks. Um... <laughs> you gotta think so they have bethesda they're gonna get that on game pass ea access is on game pass like that's that that's crazy that is awesome like do you really need to buy an actual game on xbox you don't really have to so if you're looking to save some money drop the money down the series x and you're already subscribed to game pass ultimate you have all these games you can play yeah you might have played gears 5 already but you know what play it again the multiplayer in that game is phenomenal you beat the story, it is what it is. Don't worry about going back to the story. But honestly, the multiplayer in that game is freaking awesome. And now, do I think PlayStation needs to go out and acquire another game studio? No. PlayStation does not need to go out and buy another game studio. PlayStation already has so many amazing studios that make exclusive games. Like, what other developers are out there for PlayStation to go out and purchase right now? You have to remember that PlayStation does not have the funds that Microsoft would have and they PlayStation has already bought Insomniac Games and I think honestly if they went out to buy another studio that there's no point honestly there is no point at this current time now let's talk about the chaos that was the Series X pre-orders I personally did not want to try and pre-order the Series X online so I kind of just went to my local EB games at about 11 not 11 wow they open at 11 um at 7.30 to line up outside EB Games to give me the best chance to obtain a Series X or a Series S. The night before, I was watching comparison videos between the Series X and Series S because I was originally looking to get the Series S. But a little voice in my head was saying, Mike, why only spend half the price to get a console that would not give you the best experience? You know you'll need to upgrade that Series S down the road. And then I was also looking at the fact that there are those memory cards coming out and the leaked price was $220 US. So even if you add the extra, usually I just add the, an extra 100 on top of whatever the price is for like gaming consoles and stuff like that. So right there that would push, so the Series S in Canada is 379 So if you add an extra $100 to the memory card, that is $320. So right there, before tax, you're already paying more than you would for the Series X. And I honestly think it's cool that Microsoft is coming out with their memory card for the Series X and Series S because... I used to love that back in the day with like the PS2 and the N64 where you got their memory cards and you put them in, you saved your games on them and stuff like that. I know a lot of people might not like that because then it kind of limits who you can buy the memory cards from. Um, and also they're kind of small too, so people might be like, oh, they're too small, I might lose them. Well, if you're worried about losing those, maybe you should be a little bit more responsible with your stuff, okay? Like, yeah, I have a bunch of little small electronic gadgets and stuff, but I literally have them in a clear box. They're all in Ziploc bags individually with labels on them, so I know exactly what it is. 
Keep your shit organized. You know, that's all you have to do. How old are you people? <laughs> um, so anyways, going back to where I was going. So anyways, um, so I went to bed. I was like, you know what, me, I'll go with the Series X. We'll see. I don't know. So I go and line up at the EB Games at 7.30. And there's only three people ahead of me. So I feel pretty confident with my chances of getting a Series X. Then about 9, 9.30ish, maybe. I'll say like 9.10. A fifth person finally lines up. And we start chit-chatting. So at this time, we were looking at 10 a.m. And the sixth person shows up. And about every six to seven minutes, one or two people, people would show up. By 11 a.m., there's about 20 people in line. And I'm thinking, not everyone is getting a Series X or a Series S. So the manager at the local EB Games comes out to announce that they are not doing Series S pre-orders. So even if I wanted a Series S, I'm not going to be getting it. So, Series X, here I come. She then says she will hand out tickets to everyone that is in line. And once all the tickets have been handed out, that is it. Everyone else will need to go back home because they're sold out at that point. So while she is talking, I decide to see how online is doing with the Series X. I load up Best Buy, tap on the Series X. There's no option to pre-order. I'm like, okay, well, it's like 11.03 now. Where's the option to pre-order? So I try Walmart and I'm greeted with an error message. Amazon crashes. The Microsoft store crashes. All sites just go down and I'm like, huh. Good thing I decided to go in-store for the pre-orders. What else is crazy is I kept seeing on Twitter that a lot of stores only had a limited number of in-store pre-orders. Well, the location that I was at, um, they had at least 20 Xbox Series Xs available for pre-order. Because when I counted last, there was 23 people in line and all of them had tickets. No Series S, but 20 Xbox Series Xs. <laughs> so I put down my money on the Series X and I'm on my way back home. So I'm one of the lucky few people that will be getting a PS5 and a Series X day one. I'm lucky in that department, but then I can't win the fucking lottery. <laughs> I know, eh? Crazy. Yeah. Um, my biggest issue with online retailers is you guys need to find a way to have like an authentication system that will stop these bots from taking the majority of the pre-orders. Like, how have they not figured this out yet? Also, why not beef up your servers for these consoles when they launch for the pre-orders? So you don't have your site crash for about half the day you need you need to think that there is how many people in the world and both the ps5 and the series x are highly anticipated consoles you need to be, you need to be prepared for that amount of traffic like even microsoft like are you kidding me you didn't think people were gonna go insane like you gotta think one person could have seven tabs open up trying to just get this like i don't know you guys just need to figure your crap out even if you just like you don't always have that much load on your servers. You just wait for like when the pre-orders go live. Make sure you have that extra power to make sure they don't fucking crash. But maybe you guys like to see the world burn in chaos. <laughs> but then again, it really is only like one day, right? So maybe they just don't give a fuck. But um, I also know that ordering consoles online is a bit of a new process for a lot of people. But there's still a lot of work that needs to be done to make pre-ordering consoles online a hell of a lot smoother. PS5 was a disaster, the Series X is a disaster, and the fact that I see so many PS5s and Series Xs on eBay for over like a thousand dollars is a fucking joke. I hope PlayStation and Xbox launches their second wave of pre-orders soon. Um, I know PlayStation right now, uh, EB Games in Canada has the second wave of PlayStation pre-orders. Uh, one of my buddies is actually in line right now for one, and it's going to be curious to know how many they actually have there to sell. because. I want everyone to be able to have a console and not have to deal with the people on eBay who are selling it for like over a thousand bucks. And I want all those eBay fuckers to get fucked. I want them to be stuck with those consoles instead of trying to make a profit off people. And I think that a lot of people can barely afford their rent and you have these pieces of shit out there trying to make a profit. Like, get fucked.
Some people are just filthy scumbags. And this is one of the main reasons why I hate people. <laughs> oh, man. And finishing up the show with the rumors of Xbox possibly buying Sega. I personally do not see this happening at all. And I think it would make no sense for Xbox to go out and buy Sega. Like, what does Sega have that Xbox would want? Yeah, they have Sonic. I get it. But I think the Sonic games are overrated. <laughs> like, even as a kid, I was an SNES kid. Nintendo kid. Um, my one my one of my best friends had a Sega. And after playing uh, Super Mario World for so long, I was like, okay, I'll try Sonic. And I was like, this game just isn't fun for me. And there hasn't been one Sonic game that I've been like, oh, this is awesome, man. Revolutionary. Like, when was the last time we had a good Sonic game? I just don't see the reason for Xbox to go and buy a Sega. What I could see Xbox do instead is reach a deal with Sega to add a collection of Sega games to Game Pass. Uh, one game series that would be huge for Xbox to get on Game Pass would be um, Persona. That series has been regarded as the best JRPG of recent years. I still have yet to finish Persona 5. My problem was I started Persona 5 when it came out. I got to a certain point and just stopped playing it. <laughs> I then tried jumping back into the game and I had no idea where the fuck I was. What I was supposed to do, I was just lost and I was like, do I just go back and replay the whole game again? But um, uh, but now that uh, Persona 5 is being added to the PS Plus collection for PS5, I think that's the perfect time for me to get back into that game and kind of just start over. But adding Persona 5, like even just Persona, well, like Persona 4, adding that to Game Pass would be huge. Because you got to think, Xbox has been having issues with being more popular overseas. And the biggest thing you would want to add is JRPGs. And Persona would be that, especially if, like, if you added the Game Pass... People will not have to go out and buy Persona games. Just subscribe to Game Pass. You have a bunch of Persona games right there, right? Um, and another game that Atlas does own that I want to mention, because it's one of my favorite games of all time, and that would be Catherine. I originally played that game on PS3, and I was blown away by the game. It's so different, and I love the story and the choices you can make in the game, and it was just totally different than the other games I played. At that time of the PS3, I was playing games like uh, Mortar Storm and Mortarstorm, man, I wish that would come back. I loved Mortarstorm so much. Oh, that was the first, that was only, so I went, so I bought, so I bought my PS3. Um, and I only had the money to buy one game. And I know my brother had Mortarstorm and I liked it. So I was like, you know what, I'll buy Mortarstorm and I played the living hell of this game for like months and months. Um, so I played a game like Mortarstorm, um, the Call of Duty at the time. And then I was just listening to a podcast and, um, they kept talking about this Catherine game and how weird it was. And I was watching some trailers for it and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? This game looks awesome. So I buy the, like, the deluxe edition. Um, I get like a pair of boxers. <laughs> um, some other stuff. I think like little an artwork, I think. I want to say it was an artwork. Um, a pillow cover. <laughs> like just stupid shit, you know. Um, but no, I love that game. That game was awesome. One of my favorite PS3 games of all time. Um, they do have the Catherine full body edition. If you guys haven't tried it yet, honestly, just go ahead and do it. But yeah, so Persona, I would love to see that come to Game Pass, man. That'd be awesome. And that will do it for this week's episode of the Bearded Gamer Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. To help keep this show going strong and to enjoy some exclusive perks, come support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can also submit your questions or comments for each episode while on Patreon. If you have not already done so, please rate, share, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast service you may be using. Everyone be good to each other. Everybody love everybody and uh, don't be dicks. I'm out.